You're listening to a podcast from Victory. Our spiritual disciplines should be real and sincere, not hypocritical nor mechanical. Learn more about spiritual disciplines in week 9 of our series, Redefined. Our text is found in Matthew chapter 6, verses 1 to 8 and 16 to 18. Hear the word of the Lord. Beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them. For then you will have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. Thus, when you give to the needy, sound no trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may be praised by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Verse 16, And when you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces that their fasting may be seen by others. Truly I say to you, they have received their reward. Verse 17, last two verses, But when you fast, anoint your head. And wash your face, that your fasting may not be seen by others, but your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. So the text that we've read talks about the basic disciplines or spiritual disciplines. Some people call it means of grace. Okay, Uh, These are disciplines or exercises that we do as citizens of the kingdom, as Christians. We are expected to do these things, these basic um, exercises, because through these, we grow in the grace of God, and we become more like Him. Now, I like how Jesus phrased uh, the discipline that He's talking about. He said, practicing your righteousness. You could see that in your, your heading, if you, you, you have that in your Bible. So, He intended that all of His people would practice our righteousness. Okay, but that righteousness... It's not, it's not something that we earn for ourselves. It's something that is given to us by grace as a gift. Okay, I, want, I want us to be clear with this before we go on to the disciplines. Because, again, the way to enter the kingdom is through humility, it's through brokenness, it's through acknowledging that on ourselves, by our works, we cannot do it. We cannot have the, the right standing with God through our own doing. It is by grace that is given to us. Now, practicing our righteousness means exercising or working out our righteousness. Since you have that righteousness, you have to work it out. Okay, now, di ba pag meron tayong uh, work, pag nag-work out tayo, I don't know who among you loves to go to the gym. Okay, at least uh, on on January, February, or March. Ako, January, February, March, mga ganun. Talagang, talagang motivated ka. No? You, you go, you work out with your friends. Yan, kami ni Labu, one, one of your leaders here, we would do, you know, mga TRX, talagang motivated kami. And, you know, uh, we work out not to get a body. Okay? We work out the body that's already given to us. So in the same way, the Bible tells us in other passages that we are to work out our salvation, our being in Christ, our being righteous in Christ with fear and trembling, with humility, because it is He who works His will in and through us according to His purpose. That's in other uh, passages. We'll, we'll see that. And, you know, again, this is pure grace. This is the gospel. We didn't place ourselves here. 
In fact, hindi po tayo yung pumili, but He first chose us to be here and we just responded by grace. Now we are here and we are responding by cooperating with the work of the Holy Spirit. In other passages, also, we are exhorted to train ourselves for godliness. Okay, to work out. Among you here, you use the app version. There's a feature there, uh, daily verse uh, for the day. Uh, merong, um, um, the verse for the day, okay? Daily, syempre. Now, uh, last week, I, I saw this uh, picture, okay, which is actually a great reminder for all of us. Ito yung verse of the day last Monday. Sabi doon, physical training is good, okay, but training for, for what? Godliness is much better because it has promises and benefits in this life and to the next. So again, the Bible tells us we are to work out our salvation, we are to train ourselves to be godly, and we are to cooperate with the work of the Holy Spirit that has been given to us as a gift. So interesting, practicing, exercising our righteousness, that's how we do it. Now, in the first, the first word that we'll see in the um, chapter 6 is actually a word of warning. Okay, so Jesus is, uh, is giving us a, a, a caution or a warning. He's, the word is this, beware. Okay, sabi niya, beware. So he didn't start by, okay, you, you should do this, you should do that. But he, he started with a, uh, what do you call this? Um, parang warning or a caveat. Okay, or meron, teka lang, oh, bago tayo mag, magano dito, I just want to warn you that yes, this is intended for your growth. This is intended to give you much benefits. But you know what? Practicing this in the wrong way, in the wrong manner, will not do you good. It will just harm you. It would be dangerous if you do this with the wrong heart and with the right and with the wrong practice. So, may mga bagay sa buhay, di ba, na that's really intended for us. Certain disciplines in the physical that are intended to be for our benefit. But if we do them the wrong way, it will not give us, you know, the, the benefits that we're looking for. That, for example, I remember when Ethel and I got married. Uh, as uh, I believe with all uh, married couple, they want to look good in the picture taking, okay? So, syempre, di ba? Mag-diet ka, mag-exercise ka, di ba? Lahat. Kain ka, talagang controlled, di ba? Parang, ah, okay. Talagang, ano, no? Kaya looking back at my picture, parang, ah, sino to, no? And anyway, I've grown. And, <laughs> you know, there are, I learned, in the course of that preparation for our wedding day, meron palang tatlong basic physical disciplines that we are to be aware if we want to be physically healthy. Okay, ano yung tatlong bagay na yun? Sleeping, eating, and exercise. So you are to be disciplined, okay? Get the right number of sleep, okay? You are to eat, be aware of your diet, and you are to move more, okay? May, may movement, di ba kaya minsan may makikita tayo rather than uh, using the elevator, they would encourage you to use the stairs. Kasi healthy raw for us, you know, to exercise. Now, if you acknowledge them and di ba sa gusto mo pero extreme mali yung practice mo say you wanna di ba dahil exercise o sige gigising ko 4am talagang everyday I would run like Bishop Ferdy okay but if you did not have much sleep mali yung way mo of running tatakbo ka pa nakabackpack ka pa di ba sobrang mali di ba mali yung manner mo it would go against you magkakasakit ka lang okay the same way, if you have too much sleep or lack of sleep or too much food or lack of food, these physical disciplines okay, will not do you good. It will just harm you. Now, in the same way, in the spirit, we have these three a basic spiritual discipline, okay, which is giving, praying, and fasting. 
Now, these basic disciplines actually in world religion, in all of uh, world history, kahit anong uh, major religion, whether you're a Muslim or uh, whatever uh, religion, pinapractice to. Okay, major religion. Now, Jesus comes here and He sheds light and He is redefining these disciplines that He was saying there is a Christian way to do these things so that you would maximize the benefits, that you would be changed, that you would be um, benefiting much from how I intended uh, these disciplines to do for you. And therefore, this is what we're going to talk about in this uh, part of the Sermon on the Mount. Okay? The first verse okay um, we'll we'll notice here okay before we we dive no get to gawin natin no? so just you will know how we're going to go about our preaching this morning so we'll be reading okay because you'll you'll notice first observation you'll notice that Jesus was repeating this uh, phrase at least three times when you okay he didn't say if you so again highlighting that these disciplines are expectations of a disciple these are not options whether you feel it or not, you will do this. If you have encountered Jesus and you want to grow with Him, you will find yourself doing them. And it's a question of when. Or it's not a matter of God going to bar in there. You will do it. You'll find yourself doing it because God, is, God will give you the desire to do so. So again, it's not if you, but it's when you. Another um, observation before we could, uh, we, we would dive into this. Uh, si Jesus may hinailate siya, no? Na dalawang bagay. The way of doing it, the practice of doing it, and the motive behind the practice. The practice, okay. Ano ba yung but mo siya ginagawa in order to get what? Okay. Now, how are you doing it? So Jesus called out and contrasted, you know, uh, the way of the hypocrite and the way of the real disciple, which yeah, uh, we'll see. But here's a question, no? If you've noticed at the beginning of our series, so, so week one, or I think that's week two, but Jesus said, "Let your light shine." Before men, that they may what? That they may see your good works. And right here, we, 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 we've just read, we've just heard that Jesus was giving us a warning. Right? So that they will not see, others will not see. Is there a contrast here? How, how, how can we reconcile that? Uh, there's a good uh, comment by uh, a teacher and a uh, theologian by the name of John Stott. He said, okay, may context yan. When Jesus uh, said, okay, it is in our human cowardice, okay, yun yung issue natin, takot tayo as believers, that made him say, let your light shine before men. Okay, as Christians, as citizens of the heaven, we have a calling. We are to influence, we are to uh, make an impact in our, in our generation. But it is because of our human what? Human vanity that made him tell us to beware of practicing piety before men. So the fallen condition, the issue that Jesus was dealing with here is our fallen condition, our, our, our great need, this, this void in our hearts that causes us to yearn and crave for the approval and the likes and the applause and the praise of man. So ito yung issue niya, na dinideal niya. And ha, he was redefining it and he was giving us a, a, a way to overcome this. So let's first talk about the heart, which is the motivation. Okay, having the right heart. What's the right thing to do when we practice these basic disciplines? The right thing done with the wrong heart is not right. Okay, so whether if you do all the, the things that are expected of a disciple, 
you attend the Sunday service, you sing, okay, you, you, you give, you fast, you read the Bible. That's good, but how is your heart whenever, how's our heart whenever we do them? And Jesus is calling out the right kind of heart in doing this. Now, he mentioned hypocrites, the word hypocrites, at least three times. And hypocrites, if you study the word hypocrite, okay, it came from a Greek uh, word that means to play a role, to, to get this mask. Okay, yung mga actors during that, that, those times, hindi mo alam kung ano itsura talaga ng mukha nila, but they have to role play, masaya sila or galit sila, and they would do their part on the stage. So in essence, uh, becoming a hypocrite is actually living a life na double life. Na hindi talaga yun yung condition mo. Okay? It's living uh, a performance uh, kind of life that seeks the applause and the standing ovation, you know, and the the glory that comes from men. So Jesus was calling out that sin. And in fact, uh, he was rebuking the, the Pharisees and the religious leaders, leaders of their time. He said, They honor the Lord with their lips, but their hearts are fra- far from Him. And this is still a reality f- for all of us that we struggle with this. We tend to yearn for and long for the collapse and the applause of God rather than the approval and the justification and the the, the praise that comes from God. Now, the hypocrite may indeed do many righteous things, right things, but he or she does them for the wrong reasons. So again, over and over, uh, we'll see that in verse 2, that they may be praised by others. In verse 5 also, when you pray, that they may be seen by others. Again, when they fast also, that they may be seen by others. So in a nutshell, they, they long. And that's our reality, that's our condition. We, we want to be acknowledged. We want to be thought of in a good way. Ay, galing nito. Okay, si Josh, ano yan? Prayerful. Grabe, close kay God yan. Diba? So ako parang, ah, saya ko, diba? Sa and, and that's actually wrong when that happens. Now, when we, when we catch ourselves doing that, okay, that's the right time to ask God for help and to repent. Lord, I need your grace right now. I'm struggling. And actually, if you're struggling with this, it's a, a good mark that you're growing. Because there's a war going on. Kasi kung hindi ka nag-struggle dito, okay, baka andong ka pa sa, you know, other kingdom. Okay, normal, normal lang no. Wala namang ano. I don't see anything wrong. Okay. But if you're growing with God, you'll be aware of that. So, the question here is, ano bang mas mabigat sa atin? What are we yearning for at the moment? Are we satisfied with the approval of God? Or are we still looking for the applause that comes from man. We, we need to check our hearts whenever we do these things. Yung, um, sabi nila, uh, according to research, research, when the Pharisees would fast, and specifically the fasting, di ba, maglalagay sila ng kung ano-anong mark sa mukha nila. Ko alam, letter F yata, no? Facebook fasting yata yun, or fasting. <laughs> but anyway, they would disfigure their face, okay? They would not take a bath, and they would really want Others to think, uh, to think about them now, wow, close kay God, wow, humble, sacrificial. And again, that's an issue. So the first is our motivation. We have to check our hearts every time we do these things. The next part that Jesus calls out and highlights is the action or the way we do these things. Again, the right thing done in the wrong way is not right. So we are to be conscious about the motive, the heart, Okay, what's happening in our hearts and also the way we do it. Now, you'll see that Jesus is contrasting it. He said, when, when you give, 
when you pray, when you fast. And there are three also, you know that this is a mark na kinokontras niya with the phrases, but when you, but when you, but when you. And he was contrasting it. And here are the verses. Sabi niya, but when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Okay, you know, giving is part of a Christian Christian's life. Okay, because God, we know Him as a generous God to us. He was merciful to us. He gave everything for us. And therefore, we are to reflect this generous and giving God. And again, this is practiced by uh, lots of religious people. But what would set apart a Christian is, again, the heart of doing it and the way of doing it. So, paano ba pag sa Christian? Okay, we are exhorted that our giving must be in secret. That even our left hand will not know what the right hand is doing. That means, yes, you could do a good thing. You could give without anyone knowing about it. But if in your heart, you are self-congratulating yourself. Yo, parang imagine mo sarili mo, ah, good job, Joash. Walang nakaalam, walang nakaalam. That makes it wrong pa rin. Because even, okay, in that, you are seeking your own approval. You are seeking your own applause. But then, Again, we, we do it. So, when, when the, pag sinabing your left hand is not knowing what the, your right hand is doing, it means whenever you do something good, something that you were compelled to, God told you to do, after you doing that, kalimutan mo na. Huwag ka na masyado mag-dwell na. Ang galing, galing. Diba kasi pag nag-dwell ka dun, it would become self-righteousness. And self-righteousness would eventually contaminate your heart. It would become pride. Okay, it will eat you. Now, another discipline, not just giving, but praying. The second uh, discipline, basic discipline, is that when we do this, Jesus says, we do it also unto the Father in secret. Because prayer, in essence, is a you and God thing. It's a conversation. It's a private conversation with you and God. And it's a way we do to pour out our hearts to God. And it's a way we listen to God for what He has about to, to tell us. Therefore, uh, in essence, He was saying, whenever you pray, hindi mo na kailangang ipaalam. Okay? Whenever you're doing your quiet time, you know, you have to do it in all its essence, which is, it's about you and God. Now, Jesus here is not condemning public prayer. Okay? Because there are lots of scripture, okay, uh, spiritual leaders praying in public. Even we, we, we do prayer meetings, we do worship nights. That's good. But if your heart is desiring People seeing you as a prayerful person, that's what makes it wrong. So if you're assigned to pray publicly, just pray. Okay? Don't let it get into your head. Just do what you have to do. Serve God's people and don't let it get into your head. Now, when you pray, uh, again, uh, when I was in high school, so that Pastor Dennis was discipling us, he told us that when, whenever you spend time with God, whenever you pray, do your quiet time, it's good, it's wise, it would be beneficial if you would have your journal with you. Okay, so tinuruan niya kami, okay, buksan yung Bible niyo, 555, talagang may, may structure pa kami, 5 minutes reading, 5 minutes uh, reflecting, 5 minutes praying, and then open your journal and you be ready with your pen and write down what the Lord is telling you. Okay, and it was beneficial. You may, you may try doing it, no? para mas, mas mag-sink in yung word niya, mas, mas mag, uh, mag-work siya sa atin. So it's, it's a good practice whenever we, we uh, spend time with God to be ready to hear from Him. Because prayer is not just you pouring out whatever you need is, but it's just uh, not just pouring out your your heart and your condition before God, laying it all out, lahat ng galit mo, lahat. Because it's not just that. It's also about listening. 
and allowing Him to minister to you. Okay, and to, to tell you what to do in a specific uh, situation that you are in. So that's, that's prayer. Somebody said that prayer is 70% listening, only 30% talking. And whenever we pray, hindi tayo yung parang, alam yung newscaster, di ba, pag nagpipray yan, yung, ay, may pang nagsasalita, di ba, tuloy-tuloy eh. Ah, ito po ang nangyari, ito po ang nangyari, in Jesus' name, amen. Di ba, parang ganun minsan tayo mag-pray, parang, di ba, well, mechanical na lang. But again, whenever we pray, it's a good reminder for all of us to spend time with the Lord. You know, to, to not be in a hurry, kahit isang verse lang yan, just talk about God with that verse, and, you know, just enjoy that growing relationship with Him. Right? The next uh, third thing, the basic thing, is to fast. Okay, now, in evangelical uh, church uh, tradition, ito yung uh, na-appreciate ko with uh, victory because most of evangelical church in the past, okay, not now, ngayon, na, ano na ulit, it's, it's uh, being revived, this practice of prayer and fasting. Because before, di ba, ang attitude usually was, ah, fasting, di na yan, ano, baka Old Testament na yan. Or it's for... Religious people, it's not for us. Okay na tayo, just with the basic of giving uh, and praying. But when we look at Jesus' teaching, it's like a cord of three strands. Basic pala to. Okay? That's why we are, we, I appreciate our church calling all of us to pray, at the, uh, to pray and fast at the beginning of the year, in January, and also to join the mid-year prayer and fasting sa July. But even, not just the corporate, I'm growing in an understanding that as disciples... We could do fasting, you know, as, as to us and to God only, without no one knowing. Now, it could be not just a corporate discipline, but it's actually a personal thing that, you know, that would grow us with our walk with God. So, hindi lang pala sa corporate, but we would actually, it would benefit us, not just physically, not just uh, with our relationships, but primarily with our walk with God. It's, it's a good practice to, to fast also and uh, to seek the face of God. In humility, because fasting, again, it's, it's not all about advertising how sacrificial we are, how, how powerful we are that we could say no to food. But the, the point of fasting, the essence of fasting is humility before God. We're saying, God, apart from you, I, I will never live. You acknowledge the truth and you want it to be a reality in your life that man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. And so, Lord, cause me to be hungry for your word more than being hungry for, for my physical needs even as I fast, as I humble myself before you. And also, again, fasting, if you study it in the Old Testament, it's not just designed for you to benefit, the physical or uh, spiritual benefit, but also for you to be concerned with the needs of other people so that you would grow in your compassion. Okay, di ba, nirebuke ni Isaiah yung mga nagpa-fasting uh, for, just the, for the sake of fasting. He said, nagpa-fasting nga kayo, but you are not uh, tender-hearted when it comes to the poor. You're not compassionate as you are. But the essence of fasting is this. If you would humble yourself and seek me, you would do um, you know, what, what would benefit. You would be merciful even for the poor. And it's a practice. Some people do it when they, when they fast. Okay, yung allocation nila, yung meal nila, they would use it Okay, in order to bless a, a poor person outside. So they would fast and they would ben, you know, allow, allow the food to benefit other people. And that's a good fasting because it reminds us to grow also in our compassion with other people. And um, that's fasting. And we, I pray that these things, these are good. It would really grow us, um, benefit us. But the real issue here 
Okay, when it comes to our heart's motivation and the way we do it, again, our heart must be doing this unto God. That we would grow, we would partake in His character, we would become more like Him. And the way we do it, we do it secretly. We don't announce it, we don't uh, get trumpets. You know, uh, online media, social media, uh, actually uh, just highlighted this fallen condition sa atin. No? Because we tend to, you know, especially pag millennials, you know, kailangan alam to ng buong mundo, di ba? But there are things we need the world to know. But there are practices like this, personal growth in God that, you know, hindi na kailangan malaman ng buong mundo. That Jesus is telling us to do this unto Him. Here is the key for us to do this with the right heart in the right way. And I, I pray that we would arrive in this, that what my God knows about me, where I am, my heart's condition is much more important than what others think about me. Because in the flesh, ito yung tendency natin. Okay? We always think of what people think about us. But if we are to walk in selflessness and in Christ-likeness, these three disciplines would be healthy for us if we do it in a way that grows our walk with God. Na alam natin, ah, this is a relationship. This should not become mechanical. God called me to do this so that I would become more like Him and experience more of His goodness and grace. Now, here's a, a good observation as, as we end. No? If you study this text, this portion of Scripture, the, the thing that we've read, only three words were mentioned, or once a phrase, only three were mentioned seven times. Ito yun, yung seven times na mentioned. The phrase, when you, was mentioned seven times. Father was mentioned seven times, at least in the text that we have. Next week, we'll be talking more about prayer. And the third uh, word that's mentioned seven times is the word reward. I think the insight that the Lord is saying us for all of us is, is, is this. Yes, diba? we could be rewarded with a better marriage. We could be rewarded with the desires of our hearts. Diba? The car that we're believing God for. Diba? The breakthrough in the, the company that we're working in. Diba? That, that, that sum of money that you're believing God for that you really need. You know, all these things could be the rewards and the benefits for this lifetime as you give generously, as you pray, as you fast. God would give you breakthroughs upon breakthroughs. But here's the ultimate reward that I believe Jesus is talking about in this passage. That whenever we do these things, God is a heavenly Father who knows what you need and He will reward you. The question is, anong reward yung gusto mong matanggap? The reward that comes from man who's on earth, or the reward that comes from God who is in heaven. And this is the ultimate reward that I believe the Lord is showing us through this text, is this, that the ultimate reward is the heart that grows in intimacy with God, in our relationship with Him, more than the breakthroughs, more than the things that we're believing God for. Yes, He knows them, and He would love to give it to us. He, he would love to give us, you know, as we live a life of faith, those breakthroughs in relationships, in material things, but more than all these things, this is the greater and ultimate reward. A heart that is continually changing and becoming more like God, giving Him the honor, empowering us as His people, and giving us a more pure testimony before the lost and dying world. And they would see in our lives, this is how God looks like. And I would love to be like this person. Let's all bow down our heads and pray.
God, we thank you for your word that's living and active, that is readily applied by the Holy Spirit as we listen, as we hear. Lord, we thank you for your generosity towards us, causing us to be people of generosity as well. Thank you, Lord God, for the life of prayer that you have demonstrated to us when you lived here on earth. Lord, indeed, you were selfless, you are selfless, and you are all about intimacy with the Father, and you demonstrated that with us. Also, Lord God, we thank you for, in the scriptures, Lord, you want us to fast so that we would be like you in the way that you are sacrificial, in the way that you are humble. Lord, you're the only God who did this to us. No other one, God, who claims himself king and God and become a slave for his people. Lord, ikaw lang, Panginoon, ikaw lang talaga. Only you, Lord God, there is none like you in your greatness and in your humility, causing us to be humble people as you are. Lord, cause us to grow in godliness, cause us to grow in Christ-likeness as we do these three things with the right heart and the right way. Lord, I pray that you would heal us, Lord God. If, if there's any issue in our hearts, Lord God, when it comes to fearing God, the man, and what they would say more than we would fear you, Lord, transform our hearts, Lord God. If we are yearning for the applause and the approval of mankind more than your approval and your commendation, Lord, change our hearts, Lord. We repent right now as your people. Lord, continue to do a great work in us. Lord, it is true and we pray and we declare that indeed, Lord, your presence and approval are all we need for everlasting joy. Let it be true in our hearts, in our lives, Lord God. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph resources podcast.